Welcome back to episode 11 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. Special episode today. I'm joined here with my co-hosts, Jake Jude. What's going on? What's going on? And Marcus Keller. How's everybody doing out there? So this will be a two-hour episode. What? No, it won't. No, Hang on, no. (laughs) (laughs) Why? On the Minnesota Wild. (laughs) Oh my god. How trash there? No, I'm just kidding. Let's, well, it uh, could be if you wanted it to no, be. No, Do we not. still have that Minnesota listener? Uh, well, probably not. Yeah, I haven't looked at the stats. But, You're uh, out there. Buckle in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, plenty, how are you of, plenty of Minnesota Wild news to talk about this week. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about the Minnesota Wild at all. That was, no. We're done with that. Sorry, Wild. So, <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm great excellent. I'm excellent. I wake up every Thursday just excited. I'm yeah. excited to be here. Me too. Cool. Let's get the podcast recorded. Yep. All right, let's go. Let's uh, let's hear from our sponsor of the week. Yeah, Marcus, start with sponsor of the day. Take us away. Our fake sponsor, that is. Uh, I know. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, <laughs> we are getting ahead of ourselves, but we got some new mics. We're getting pretty serious here, so uh, hopefully you notice a bit of an improvement from last week. One day we hope to get even better things, which will be paid for by our sponsors. This is a fake sponsor. This will be the slot used for real sponsors when we get them, which, again, we believe will happen someday. Fake sponsors, also feel free to shout us out, and we will stop ripping on your brands. (laughs) Today's fake sponsor of the Vancouver Boys podcast is Bing Search Engine. Bing, only slightly less relevant than the Canadian men's soccer team. Uh, For those those of you who don't know, uh, TSN has the rights to the major soccer tournament going on. Yeah, yeah. And elected not to air the Team Canada game. For those of you still confused, TSN is an exclusively Canadian sports broadcasting network that chose not to air the Team Canada game because they thought the ratings wouldn't be good. They were probably correct. I was going to say, would you watch that? No, of course not. <laughs> but did what you guys see... What country is this? Did, did, <laughs> Hold on a minute. Well, not only was it Team hey, Canada... we're in Brazil. Not <laughs> only was it Canada, it was Canada versus Haiti. We have a soccer team? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Haiti well, is a soccer team? So, did any of you guys see the misplay from the goalie? What happened? He basically went... His own defender passed back to him. He went to kick the ball out to midfield and missed. And it rolled behind him for the empty net. But it was rolling slowly, and he had time to make it there to kick it out. On his attempt to kick the ball away, he booted it into his own net. The cherry on top for me, the thing that just couldn't make it any funnier, the goalie for Team Haiti that did this is Canadian-born. Hell yeah. (laughs) Representing well. (laughs) Uh, Double agent over there. I don't know what was going on, man, but it, it it might be one of the worst misplays I've ever seen just because he did it twice. That's legendary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about it. Uh, if you're looking to get in touch with us for any reason, you can always reach us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. Also, we're easily accessible on Instagram at vancouverboyspodcast and on TikTok under the same handle. Uh, reach out to us for any reason. If you're a fan just wanting to say hello, 
If you have a question, if you want to be featured, or if you're maybe a potential sponsor that would like to talk some endorsements, we'd be happy to speak with you if we like your brand or if we don't. Let's see how many zeros you put on that check. Um, <laughs> and one more quick piece of news that we usually wouldn't do, but this is a, a one-time only thing. We had a mishap with uploading our podcasts a while ago and basically ended up with two Apple podcast accounts. So if you are one of our Apple podcast listeners, please check our account, especially if you've rated us and if you've followed us, please check to make sure that you are still following and that your rating is still there. If your rating is not still there, please throw it up again. And uh, it would be much appreciated. We just, we lost about half of them, it seems like, because we had two accounts and one got deleted. So if you'd please throw your rating back up, it would be super helpful. Uh, the algorithm for podcasts is not very good yet. So unless people have good ratings, we won't get broadcasted and we won't get any bigger. So any help like that you guys can give us is much appreciated. Like the videos. Come on. <laughs> and make sure to follow us on wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. There's also Helps to, out a lot more than you know. And to avoid confusion, there are no videos. Don't listen to Tyler. <laughs> we, we don't have any videos currently uploaded. I was uploaded. quoting Nick Marks. Oh. Who? The Warzone guy. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Any Warzone fans out there? Yeah. If, if you're a Warzone fan, you know. Yeah. Like the video. <laughs> but seriously a rating would be appreciated and definitely add a comment on that that really helps us grow and allows us to give you a better product all right first things first uh we'd like to start off with a little canucks news always always of course so uh let's talk about the uh sam reinhardt trade and potential trades yeah yeah so uh yeah let's well, uh, spoiler alert, my stance no is more. hopefully there is no trade. <laughs> there have been rumors all week that the Vancouver Canucks may be interested in trading their ninth overall pick in this year's draft for Sam Reinhardt. There are obviously some pros and cons to this. Um, the big con for me, and this is the main reason I wouldn't make the trade, is that in my opinion, Reinhardt overperformed this year. Uh, he set record highs in... Goals, points per game, um, basically every offensive stat, he skyrocketed. I feel like this is because he plays on a bad Buffalo team and he just got more opportunities than he would get here in Vancouver. He's going to demand a ridiculous amount of money once his contract is up. And I don't think that that fits into our plans right now, especially when we have Pedersen and Hughes to get re-signed pretty quick here. Yeah, I think at first round pick is probably appropriate in that trade however a ninth overall pick is a little much um i think that sam reinhardt is a player who has proven himself to be a top nine player and if he was traded over to vancouver i'm sure he'd slot in nicely but i really don't think that he would impact the team as positively as a player like atu ratty might who is projected to fall to at least ninth in the draft so in my perspective uh, i think making that trade would be a silly move, but uh, given the fact that Jim Benning likes to make those kinds of moves, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens nevertheless. How many years left is, is on Reinhardt's contract? I believe just one. So you'd be trading a first-round pick, a ninth overall pick, for a one-year rental? It, it would have to be a sign-and-trade type of deal, where basically at the time of the trade, we would already have a pre-negotiated contract with him. Okay, and what do you think Reinhardt's worth on a yearly salary? 
or what do you think he can get in the open market? I was going to say there's a big difference between what he's probably worth and what he could get. He could get probably seven to eight, uh, also depending on the term of that contract. If he signs, say, four years, I think he's probably getting around probably seven mil. I just don't see it being worth it for us uh, with the cap issues we have and to, to take a gamble on a player like that. I mean, look, we to me, this feels like chasing because we had to Foley last year. We had him and we gave him away for free. To Foley, in my opinion, is a better player than Reinhardt. We had that option for cheaper that we actually gave things away for and it really screwed us over. So I, I, I don't like it. I don't have the faith in, in Benning to make that trade work anyway. I just hope it doesn't happen from my perspective. Yeah, I think with uh, with that cap hit, I don't think there's a shot Vancouver can even afford them. The, they would have to get rid of so much. The proposed the proposed trade I saw was the ninth overall pick, plus um, I believe it was Antoine Roussel plus Cole Lind. That, so that they, seems like a lot. The ninth overall pick is what they actually want. Roussel is a cap dump that we would need to make in order to afford him anyway, and Cole Lind is to cancel out Roussel. Can we not throw Louis Erickson on that? <laughs> well, Louis Erickson's getting bought out, man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no chance he has a contract by See, next season. This is kind of the way I look at it. If you're trying to compare Sam Reinhart to Tyler Toffoli, there is a comparison certainly that could be made there. Statistically, Sam Reinhart's actually the better player. He gets more points, more goals. He averages about 20 goals a year. And he's younger. So Sam Reinhardt definitely has a higher upside uh, in that from that perspective. From the monetary perspective and what they're going to get on their contracts, yeah, for sure. Reinhardt's going to look for, for more than whatever Toffoli's getting in Montreal. Toffoli's getting like what? 4.25. Right. But here's the metric that I look at is clutch player or clutch playoff performer. Someone that can you know be a, a heart and soul player that really wants to win. Tyler Toffoli has obviously got that in leaps and bounds, right? Like this year in the playoffs, he's been an absolute monster. Sam Reinhardt's never even made the playoffs. So that's that's where I see the big difference between them is I, I think if you bring in Sam Reinhardt, he's going to give you points, but I don't think he'll be that big-time playoff player. He'll probably be one of those players that disappear in the playoffs because he can't handle the pressure. Well, if you look at Reinhardt and you look at Toffoli, Toffoli's that kind of player that you can put on the ice in any situation. Yeah, He kills penalties. He's very good, solid defensively. He can also put up good numbers offensively reinhardt may be putting up higher numbers points wise but he's also playing way more than Tofoli probably does i mean Tofoli's when he was with vancouver was what second line minutes he was on the first line actually he was with uh he was with jt miller and elias Pettersson on the first line mm -hmm. and when besser came back from injury he was playing on the second line with horvat yeah and i'm not saying that they shouldn't go out and get sam reinhardt i just think that that package of a uh, ninth overall pick Cole Lind and what was it Roussel. Roussel that's too much right like there is a trade that can happen there it's just you got to look into what is your team able to give up for him and the Canucks they have to be smarter than this and if they are going to sign and trade him that has to be a long-term fit that works it has to be well thought out like I mentioned before in this podcast the next three years of off seasons for the Vancouver Canucks is going to determine the next 20 years for how they do it's so so important that he doesn't mess this up because if he does it's bleak it's really bleak no i agree 100 speaking of shiny new additions 
Well said. <laughs> Excellent quote. Yeah. <laughs> Quoted by from Marcus. Um, Howdy. Seth Jones. Yeah. What do you think happens with him? Hopefully nothing here. Here's the thing. I like Seth Jones. I would like for Seth Jones to be here. But the idea of Benning negotiating anything on July 1st or whenever free agency is this year terrifies me. He often, one thing I've noticed with Benning is he gets obsessed with like the top three free agents and is willing to do anything to come in above other teams' offers. And usually what I've noticed with him is that doesn't actually mean adding more money to the deal. He does the only thing that's worse than that, and he adds more term. That's actually why we have Erickson for six years and not five, is we were the only team willing to extend that contract by the extra year. Basically, had he not done that, he's already off the books. I've heard heard similar things about Antoine Roussel. I've heard similar things about Jay Beagle. And I've heard similar things about Brandon Sutter that instead of the Canucks spending more money because they know they shouldn't, they give extra term. This really messes us up long-term because here we are in a summer where we have to sign our cornerstone defensemen and our cornerstone centermen, and we have all these aging contracts that should have been over years ago that we still have to deal with. And it's just for the sake of outbidding other teams. I say let someone else overpay for Seth Jones, and we need to find an underrated player that we can sign for a cheaper cap hit troy stetcher is under contract for another two years doesn't mean we can't trade for him okay it might, okay it might be one year he might be under contract for one more year mm-hmm. either way here's the thing i actually agree with that i would rather trade for stetcher than sign a big shiny free agent but the thing is management will never do that because that's admitting they made a mistake and not only a mistake but a very recent mistake and I've seen that far too often with GMs is even if it's the better move, they they don't want to be seen as weak. They don't want the public to see them openly admitting that they made a mistake. And trading for something that you had for free not 12 months ago is admitting you made a mistake. Do you guys remember last offseason when... Uh, All too well. All too well. <laughs> when uh, uh, Benning was trying to go out and get OEL. Yes. and, and do, that- do you remember what the trade offers were for that? So now, now in all fairness, before I rip on them too hard, we have to give Benning credit that he didn't go through with this deal. But we don't know that that was by his decision. <laughs> well, the asking price that we've heard from Arizona was Thatcher Demko, right, Vasily yeah. Pod Colson, right, yeah. a C-rank prospect, and like a pick or yeah. something like that. Sounds um, fair to me. Right. But like if he was for, for if, an overpaid aging defenseman on a contract that's going to last longer than the earth itself. Yeah, it's like seven more years. Yeah. And like if he was willing to negotiate with them on those terms, Matt, like I can't even begin to imagine what he would negotiate with Columbus for one year of Seth Jones. No. If it was any other GM, I might have faith in the fact that he could put together a good trade. But this guy just his track record when it comes to trades and signings has just been horrendous. If it wasn't for his drafting history, I mean, this guy'd be out of a job. Jim Benning's just a puppet. He's just a yes man what? for the Aquilinis. Hundred percent. That, that's the reason he has a job is because he does whatever they say. Yeah, yeah. He's. The... But what they say is, hey, find us good players that will that will help us win more games in the short term. Yeah. We just want to make the playoffs so that we can make money in the playoffs. 
And then we, we don't care if we, we, we get bounced. We win. We just want to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much their logic. You know, it's really sad that they don't realize that when teams go on deep runs like Montreal's doing right now, they're become there's this wave of support that kind of gets generated for them, right? Like I remember in 2011 when the Canucks made that deep run, there were so many Canucks fans that just popped up all over the place. It's because people love to bandwagon. They love to jump on teams that are hot and, and strong at the moment. And if they'd realize that if they actually built a strong team that made pushes every offseason, like Tampa is doing, like Boston's been doing for a decade, they might end up with more fans in the long term rather than, you know, the diehards and then no one. Now, I'm going to give you a spark notes on a theory that I have. And I don't know if it's legal. I haven't tested it. I, I don't know. But I've I thought like about this. this is going. I've thought about this before. And you, well, you guys just cut me off when you think you've heard enough. I think. All right. All right <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Okay. Don't Again, put, us us referencing back to episode one. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to talk as long as I want. You can't stop me. I think the government of British Columbia should buy the Vancouver Canucks franchise. The reason I think this. What? No, you, you hear me out. Hear me out. Have any of you seen economic stats from the year that the Canucks went to the Stanley Cup Finals, the few years before and the few years after, when that core team was together and they looked good. No, but I can imagine. Pubs were doing good. Restaurants were doing good. Any social, any business that had a TV so much as in the lobby was skyrocketing because people were coming out in masses to watch the games together. The government of BC actually benefited from a core Vancouver Canucks group doing really well for a long time. This economic effect lasted even after they were bad again. This went all the way through to 2015, which was the final year that they made the playoffs before they completely rebuilt. And then it dipped off for a couple years, and now it's going back up again. The Aquilinis don't see as much of that because it doesn't always reflect in ticket sales. However, lots of people will go out to pubs and restaurants because admittedly that's a lot cheaper than going to a Canucks game at, what do we say, 60 bucks at the cheapest per ticket? Plus food, <laughs> On a Wednesday plus... at 930. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I think the government of BC should buy them because it would be mutually beneficial for the government, for the team, and for the fans that they would keep them in these uh, almost eras of doing very very well getting bad eventually but keeping that time short because they know what's best for them is to make another deep run whereas the aquilinis seem just determined to make the first round every year jake what are your thoughts on that <laughs> without getting too political it's never a good idea for a government to own a private business especially as big like i don't want to get into politics here but like i'm sorry but that dream although it may sound good on paper it would does. not would not be good because all government is is owned by the people, right? So then the people would technically own the team. I would rather the people own them than the Aquilinis. <laughs> I bet you would. But I want to would, own them. Right, yeah. And then you'd see $2 ticket prices for Canucks games and scalpers go crazy. And yeah, it, there would be a lot more hiccups with the actual running of the team than who's the GM and no, what this trades would work. they make. No, this it would wouldn't. Yes, it would. <laughs> Bill, remember, you can buy me the team. I know you missed my birthday, but <clears throat> Mr. Gates, come on. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, who's Bill? Bill? <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Belichick or something? <laughs> no, he'll, he he would steal me the team, yeah. all right? All right, yeah. Yeah, your wife left you. You could use something. 
Yeah. Bias the I'll, team. I'll Phil. take the Canucks. Yeah. Come on. Um, so, yeah, we could do like that thing where we have a dual stadium on the water. You know. Oh, oh my God. We're back to the stadium on the water. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. That's just, it's just never going to happen. And as great of, as an idea as that sounds. Thank you for admitting that, <laughs> that it is a great idea. It's just not. <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's just not gonna happen and like think about the, the people that live there in this be, province that aren't hockey fans and <laughs> then there's like, so many yeah, problems we just spent you know 900 million <laughs> canucks no, it's probably like one yeah. it's got to be at least a billion yeah. dollars to buy there's, the canucks. there's no fresh water in parts of bc but we own the canucks <laughs> yeah yeah no that's I'm a okay pipe with dream. it i'll make i'll make that trade All Wait, right, pipe man. dream was that a was that a political reference oh Sure. No, it wasn't. To the pipelines? No, no, no comment on the pipelines in BC. No. Anyway, back to the hockey. We have no <laughs> thoughts on the fact that we need oil and gas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to get into politics here. Let's 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 switch gears. Um, Tyler. Uh, what do we got next on the docket there, Tyler? Nothing. Whole All right. Of, Thanks for joining us. A whole lot of Minnesota Wild talk coming up. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Okay. Oh, um, that's something. Before you jump into that, that reminds me. I wanted to bring something up. So, for those of you who have been following our playoff brackets, uh, you all know. Turn it off. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Turn Stop off following. the podcast. The podcast is over. You all know that uh, we all uh, built our playoff brackets before the playoffs started. And after round two, one of us has no teams left. <laughs> and uh, he has unfortunately lost the 2020 2021 uh, Vancouver Boys podcast. Playoff you bracket. suck, Marcus. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> this is not Why me. would you pick the Florida Panthers to win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. I just thought Bobrovsky was looking real good. Yeah. <laughs> thought he was going to earn that money. <sighs> so. For those of you who this isn't your first episode, <laughs> Tyler was pretty confident that the Florida Panthers would win the Stanley Cup on the back of Sergei Bobrovsky. Tampa cheated. Enough said. <laughs> Be that che- as it may. They're cheating their way to the finals. Be that as it may. Tyler lost. Tyler lost. Loser. I did. I did. I, I'll <laughs> own it. I lost. But, uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me if Benning went out, went after Bobrovsky. <laughs> Seems like a contract <laughs> he would like. Yeah. Great. Trade the farm for Bobrovsky. But you're not getting out of this that easy. Um, so the bet was that the person who lost would have to don the apparel of their least favorite team and or player. And we have narrowed it down and we would like to open this up to you. So we're going to put up a, um, a poll on our Instagram account at Vancouver boys podcast. And we want to see your votes. It has come down to a Minnesota wild Jersey. As many of you know, Tyler cannot stand the Minnesota wild and, uh, we'll end up picking a player from the Minnesota wild. Probably Kevin Fiala or Jared Spurgeon, someone someone along those lines. Or the man, the myth, the legend, Sergei Bobrovsky. We're going to get him a Florida Panthers, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. So we're going to put the, uh, the poll up on Instagram. Please take a look, um, vote, and next week we will announce which uh, jersey or piece of apparel Tyler will be donning and uh, sporting all over Instagram on his personal account, on the Vancouver, Pod- Vancouver Boys podcast account. And just about as far as we can get it to go. 
<laughs> is that traumatic enough for you guys? Uh, poor yeah. guy. I hate oh, this no. game. That's, uh, <laughs> let's play Monopoly. You know what? I think this is like the first time where I've ever beat you at predicting sports. Let's play Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of poll questions, I believe last week you threw a question out to our listeners, and we did put that poll question up on our Instagram page. You all let me down. At Vancouver Boys <laughs> Podcast. And I believe that while the vote was 70% in favor of me, who said that people cheer for Canadian teams, and only about, I believe it ended up working out to 13%, who agreed with Jake and said they liked... Did you say 70% agreed with you in 13? Yeah, because well, yeah, it was the four. Rest, the rest agreed no, for me. <laughs> what did you say about it? Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> Yeah, it had more than two options. Yeah, okay, so, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, some people just said they just cheer for Sergei Bobrovsky <laughs> as soon as the playoffs start. So, okay. To those people, I'm sorry your playoffs didn't last very long. But uh, <laughs> I hope you like golf. <laughs> <laughs> but to uh, a- anyway, I just wanted to point out that it seems like even though you got 13% of the votes. It was actually only two votes, and one of them was you. <laughs> so, yeah, out me like that. Yeah. Uh, no, we. It, it sounds like all of our listeners out there are good, good old Canadian boys and girls, or whatever. Well, I think it, the question was more along the lines of, um, do you cheer for the, another team that supports your country? Because we don't just have Canadian listeners; we do have people That's from all right. over the world to listen. So That's true. Um, yeah, you all let me down. <laughs> yeah, no. I can't really defend it. I mean, but you know what? I don't. I don't uh, disrespect you for that. I mean, if you believe that um, once your team's out, you want to cheer for another team that's proxim- proximity to you, or is in the same country as you, or maybe the team has a bunch of players that are from your country and you want to support them that way, I can't judge. So yeah, cheer for who you want. I don't judge unless it's Sergey Bobrovsky. Then you're just wrong. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> So, we are going to jump into the playoffs. Right. Because yeah. those are going on right now. They are, yeah. And Not that we'd be watching it or anything. The no, series is no have games gone. On the, series have, the series have gone a lot better than I thought they would. The games are a lot more interesting than yeah. I was anticipating. Yeah. And I'm actually really excited to see who comes out of this. Because I think as good as some of these teams are, I think any team could steal some games and, and make their way out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look Get at Montreal. Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, like right now, Montreal and Vegas are one-one in the series, and I don't think anyone expected Montreal to do as well as they're doing. You know, they won a game. <laughs> I think most people had them getting swept. I did, I and, did. and I'm cheering for them, and I had them getting swept. I recall saying earlier that you know what, Montreal has a chance, and I was hoping, or I, I thought, you know what, there's a good chance that it could be Montreal and the Islanders. I don't recall that at all. I don't recall you saying that. Go listen somewhere. Because it is true. <laughs> yes, everyone. <laughs> please go back to our previous podcast and listen yeah, somewhere. It, it will sound very different. It might be in the part of the podcast when Tyler was almost muted. Because yeah, when his mic, his mic died. died <laughs> mid-show. No, I was just bashing UC Sorrow so long, Jake turned off my mic. I see how it is. You know what, man? All this podcast is, is me chirping Bobrovsky and you chirping Sorrows. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a goalie, we're sorry. <laughs> next next year when we'll get Nashville, to you <laughs> when Nashville and Florida play each other. Oh, that's going to be an episode. Oh, I can't 100%. wait for those. Those episodes need like their own pre-show. Yeah, rivalry episodes are going to be so much Jess fun. and Maddie just have them sitting on a couple couches going. So who do you think's going to win this? I don't know. 
I've never watched hockey before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put that money. But if only that one goalie was taller, they would have a better <laughs> oh. chance. <laughs> if either one of them said that, I'd be smacking both of you. <laughs> If you're listening, I will pay you. <laughs> I will pay you to go say that to if Jake. If you see Jake in public, please just harass him by saying that if you see Soros was two inches taller, he'd still be exactly as good as he is now. Which is one of the best goalies in the league. Underrated still. Vi- videotape yourself doing that. Send me the video and I will PayPal you. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, let's get Let's get this going. Oh, endorsed man. harassments of Jake. I love yeah. it. I'm pretty sure that's a crime. Wink, <laughs> <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get back into the playoffs here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's start with the Montreal Vegas series. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Jake, let's start with you. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Like I mentioned, I think nobody expected Montreal to be doing as well as they're doing. Um. But that being said, I also think Vegas is sitting back on their heels a bit. I think when they went down three nothing in uh, game two, they were like really taken off guard. And uh, well, I mean, let's be honest, the second half of that game they pretty well dominated. So I wouldn't have been surprised if they came back and won it. And I really don't think they're going to drop another game in the series. But I've been wrong before, and uh, yeah, they might end up um, winning the series. Who knows? But uh, if the next few games are anything like the last few, I think this has been a good series. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I agree. I think that. Uh the Vegas Montreal series is going to go to probably five, maybe six games. I don't see Montreal coming out of it. Uh, Even though they did win and I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. I'm cheering for them, but they were dominated that whole game and Carey Price bailed them out. He can't do that in every game. And I think as the series goes on, we're going to see more and more of that. Want to bet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say he might, (laughs) like if they have any hope in hell of winning this series, that's going to be how it's Oh, it, it's all him, but in the same way, and I've learned my lesson here, I predicted that Edmonton would walk past Winnipeg because you're right. Their team isn't that great, but they have Connor McDavid. They have Leon Dreisaitl. And what I've realized is that in the playoffs, it is not sustainable to ride one player. They beat out Toronto because Toronto's just the best team you can possibly get to play in the first round. <laughs> They beat out Winnipeg. It's a free pass in the first round. Y'all want to hear a joke? Shoot. Yes, we do, Tyler. What did Toronto say when they got to the ball? The ball? Like what? The- <laughs> 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 it was a Cinderella joke, but I had to change it out a right, little bit. Right, right, right. right. Great joke, man. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh. Tor- As I was saying... Toronto is a free pass in the first round. Um, So they got by them. They got by Winnipeg because they were missing arguably their best player. Uh, And they were relatively evenly matched teams. If you watch any Vegas game before this series and any Montreal game before this series, it looks like you're watching two different leagues. Montreal's never played a team of this caliber before. While... And I cannot stress this enough. This is not a bias. I am cheering for Montreal to win this series. I don't think they can get it done. I think Vegas will just outwill them through through if it goes to seven games. But I, I don't think it will. I think this ends in five, maybe six. Tyler, what's your opinion on uh, Petrie? On Petrie? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've talked about the series enough. Let's dive into what people really care about. <laughs> we are jumping into Petrie. Okay, well, real first, I just wanted to say... Look at the confidence that the Montreal coach has in Nick Suzuki. 
the end of the game, one minute left, down by or up by a goal. Nick Suzuki's on the ice. Um, like he is so young. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to see that. Don't like those are the guys they're relying on. I love it. Love it. It's good for like in the future too. You know these guys are young. They're going to be there for a long time. Give them the experience now. Yeah, know? exactly. I don't think they're expecting to win the cup this year, but they're expecting oh. to get some. Suzuki's winning the cup. <laughs> Screw Vegas. <laughs> All right. Back into Jeff Petrie, the devil himself, demon. Marcus, what was that <laughs> quote? <laughs> it's like you were trying to remember the insult. <laughs> Jeff Petrie, uh, the devil, the demon. <laughs> sounded like you were hyping him up for something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you just didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, I had no the New Jersey devil. Wait a minute. <laughs> So, I believe what you were maybe trying to imply was that it looked like Jeff Petrie was doing some pregame rituals with Evgeny Kuznetsov. Yes. That is exactly where I was getting to. I was I was trying to like throw it over to you, but just not very well, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Marcus, do you want to step in? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'll watch for that more closely <laughs> next time. But Def- our, our The fr- demon... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time you say the demon, I'll just start talking. Yeah. Um, the nose god. But, but our, <laughs> the human <our> vacuum. <laughs> okay. Our friend Jeff Petrie. Uh looking like uh looking like, <laughs> looking like what? <laughs> looking like he was having some fun before the yeah, game. Looking like he got to Vegas a little early. <laughs> when in reality he was likely not having much fun at all and was probably playing on so many painkillers. That he couldn't feel anything. Well, I think I heard someone say that it was like popped blood vessels in his eyes. I heard another one say it was just allergies. No, I allergies. <laughs> I think the 1800s, if you had allergies like that, they put you down. No, they thought you were a witch. Yeah, his eyes were glowing. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it was something to do with some vessels or something like that. They actually put out a thing saying that it wasn't allergies and that it didn't actually hurt him. It was just. Who out there saw him looking like that and went, it's just allergies? <laughs> what the hell? He looked like he was on the brink of death. Yeah. Let's just get him some eye drops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, th- those were not allergies. There's something seriously wrong with that guy, and he probably shouldn't have been allowed to be on the ice. <laughs> yeah, it's all speculation, though. Like, who knows? Could be anything. He not allergies. He definitely could have been hanging out with Kuznetsov. We will not rule out that he could have been on cocaine, but it was not allergies. <laughs> or, or maybe Sergei Bobrovsky. Oh, for f- what? How, how, no, tell me. How does Bobrovsky involve himself in this? Well, I told you he was going to make a stand in the finals. Maybe he's just stepping it up a little early. Yeah, he's helping Petrie out Petrie on some <laughs> whatever to get him back in the game. Giving him his special stuff. Yeah. Well, he did look real good the other night, so <laughs> B- performance-wise, not visually um <laughs> looked like shit <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna jump into the break when we come back we're gonna discuss the tampa bay and islander series right after a word from our fake sponsor marcus take us away This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Bing Search Engine. Bing, 
only slightly less relevant than the Canadian men's soccer team. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Vancouver Boys podcast. We are going to jump right into the Islanders-Tampa Bay series. It is 2-1 Tampa Bay. Jake, what are your takes on this? I predicted Tampa Bay to win the Cup. I think they still will. Uh, Thursday night's game was evidence of that. Uh, they played a strong defensive game. Um, you know, 2-1 is a pretty low-scoring game in uh, most accounts, and I think they're doing a good job at uh, handling the New York Islanders and uh, really handcuffing the players that usually make a bigger impact on that team. And, uh, yeah, neutralizing their threats and just overall playing a better series than uh, the Islanders are, which I think a lot of people thought they would. They're out goaltending them, uh, out defending them, and outscoring them. So I think this one's going to be over pretty quick. Five games, maybe six. Yeah, I, I agree with you that I think it will be over that fast. Uh, one thing I, I like about the playoffs is, as someone who follows mostly the Canucks and primarily the Western Conference and this year the Canadian Conference, uh the playoffs, when you watch them, it kind of forces you to learn about other teams and even make opinions on them that you really wouldn't have otherwise needed to make. And for me, I'm cheering for the Islanders. Whether or not they win, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I'm cheering for them for two reasons. One, because the thing that I'm paying attention to with Tampa now is that they are $18 million over the cap. And in my opinion, should be penalized for that and should not be allowed to play with the roster they have. Uh, I'm also cheering for the New York Islanders just because I want them to be successful after John Tavares left. I just hate the Leafs so much that I like the Islanders. So that's my thoughts on that series. I, I just, I really hope that the Islanders win the Stanley Cup and that John just Tavares... Just to spite the ju Toronto just <laughs> Just to spite the Leafs and all the media that trashed on the Islanders and all the Leafs fans that still trash on Islanders fans, even though most of them really don't bring up the Tavares thing anymore. I just want to see them win to make Torontonians unhappy. I hate Tampa. They're cheating. Enough said. That's all I got. Must be a Florida Panthers fan. Eh, I don't know if I'd <laughs> go that far, but Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> no, I, I, it's not fair. The Islanders have a good team, though. Everyone has picked them to be eliminated very quickly in yeah. every round, and they keep pursuing yeah. and moving on. So you never know. Yeah, they're a funny team. Like they, they don't look that good on paper. Team. You know, they look horrible on paper. Right? They don't even look like they should make the playoffs on paper. Team Canada had a terrible team. They won gold. Yeah, you never know. But, but come on, they had Troy <laughs> Stetcher. They did have <laughs> Troy Stetcher. <laughs> the Troy. By the way, Troy, if you're listening. Love to have you on the podcast, buddy. You're local. We're local. We're on the same level, pretty much. Is uh, is Richmond local? Richmond's yeah, I don't local. know. J let's ask our geographical aficionado if Richmond counts as local. Because it is almost as far away as Hope from where we are. Richmond is local. And for the record, Williams Lake is not local. Because that's how this all started. Is that Carey Price being from Williams Lake? Was somehow local. It counts as lo it's in BC. It's local. It's not local. Local it, is BC. Local. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that Tyler's in the local area if he was in Williams Lake. I think Carey Price is my neighbor, so he's local. <laughs> Close enough. There you go. All Tyler's right. a local, and Carey Price is his next door neighbor, <laughs> so it's <Facts>. local. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, Troy, we'd love to get you on here. We recently got a thing so we can take phone calls and put them on the podcast. I think that's a team we've never brought up before. Detroit? I don't think we've ever brought up Detroit on the podcast. Other than when we've talked about Troy Stetcher. I don't think we've actually brought up Detroit. Yeah, I don't think we've actually said anything about Detroit. Probably not. Decent team, like their jerseys. Um, <laughs> very simple. They, they had the worst retro, though. They oh, did. they it did. It was horrible. They did. Oh, it looked like a practice jersey. Yeah. It's horrendous. But the, you These know what? Great. I, <laughs> this I will, is a great conversation. I will even take that <laughs> back one step and not say that they have great jerseys. Great logo. If you guys see it, it's so intricate and unique. The spokes in the wheel, the feathers on the wing. It's just a beautifully designed logo. I miss Datsuk. Dude, the league misses Datsuk. That guy was a highlight machine. Oh, I know. It's just nasty. Now that we brought up Detroit. <laughs> yeah, thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You're not Minnesota, so you're welcome. Um, it's kind of a new segment that we've been doing. As Marcus would say, we just started it next week. <laughs> yeah, but hey, it's next we started. Week, so I guess we might as well start a new yeah, segment. Right? Exactly. We started it a few weeks yep. ago. Now me, Marcus, and Jake are gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna bring you the goof of the week, Jake. Take it away. So this week's goof of the week is related to last week's. For those of you who uh, don't remember last week's goof of the week or uh, didn't listen to that episode. The uh, goof of the week last week was MLB pitchers because they were putting uh, mixtures of different sticky substances on the ball, on their hands, to try to get really high spin rate and velocity on the ball. And this week's goof of the week is Trevor Bauer specifically. Because there's an update to that story that I really wanted to get back into. Because the MLB actually came out and made a statement about what happened. And they're now implementing these like new rules about how the umpires are judge, jury, and executioner. They can go up, they can take a look at the uh, pitcher's hands and, and inspect their gloves and make sure that they're not using any foreign substances. So Trevor Bauer decided to come out and have an on-the-air on interview, a live interview, where he openly slammed the league about saying how this was a stupid idea, about how giving them this much power is going to ruin the game. And he even took a baseball covered it in sweat and risin, which is the, the, the like the chalk bag they get. Mm -hmm. And he stuck the ball to his hand and held his hand upside down. The ball stuck to his hand. And he said, if this is legal, if this is what you're giving me that is legal, then wh wh where's where's the end of the line, right? What, what, what means that, uh, what can't we use? And I thought that was really funny because, dude, that is the end of it, right? Like it's that's all you get. You where don't where get does it end? It ends with the with the equipment you've been provided <laughs> exactly. by us. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and it's like that's how they keep a cap on. And I just thought it was ridiculous how this guy came out and just blasted the league. And I really encourage anyone listening to take a look at the interview because he just he leaned into umpires. He leaned into the league, and it's because this guy knows he would be nowhere if it wasn't for how much he's been cheating. I agree a hundred percent, and I'm pretty. He pretty much just outed himself in this interview. It was like. Guys, I'm cheating. Enough said. I suck. I just find the example he used funny. That would be like an NHL goalie coming out with like his blocker, being like, "You guys, give me this blocker to help me be bigger and stop the puck," and then bringing out like a sheet of plywood and going, "Where does it end?" <laughs> like, like, no, it ends with the blocker. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah. Because the thing that I, like I thought was plywood. funny is he's like, <laughs> I want to see them handle a piece of plywood in the net. <laughs> just pry it up against. No, the, the NHL can't afford plywood yeah, right say, now. <laughs> it's way too expensive. I was gonna say the Aquilini's definitely couldn't afford that. No. 
But I just thought it was funny because, like, the guy's argument was like, oh, well, if a ball sticks to my hand with just rising and sweat, well, then what does it matter? It's like, and that's all you need. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why but it's, like, obviously, like, his, his numbers went from being less than pedestrian to being literally the best in the league overnight. And he's just panicking. And he knows that without the substances that he's been using to get the traction on the ball he's had, he's going to get lit up. You watch that guy. His, his ERA is going to skyrocket. Or he's just going to get caught cheating in a game because he can't go without it. Yeah. And do you guys know what the penalty is for getting caught? I do not. Get this. It is a 10-game suspension with pay. Wow. Can my company suspend me <laughs> right? for 10 days with yeah. pay? So, yeah. I want to be a team's emergency backup pitcher. And <laughs> what I would do, what I would do is just wait, just sit and wait for someone for like the whole, all the pitchers on the team to get injured and they got to call me in and, and in front go. of the ump, I'm going to drop a glop of Play-Doh into my glove, rub it all over the ball, throw one pitch and get ejected with 10 games worth of pay. <laughs> Flip off the audience as you walk around. <laughs> God. Get paid Legendary. for 10 games yeah. at an MLB Never salary. Never play a game again. <laughs> but I got paid for 10 games. So I got again. paid for it's like a half a season. Yeah. And for that's a probably, submarine pitch yeah. just for a little bit extra flair. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it into the crowd. <laughs> Wasn't even close to being a strike. <laughs> May as well have hit the outfielders. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Throw your glove at the umpire. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so there you go. This week's goof of the week. Just the MLB in general. The MLB is just a joke of a league anyway. Dying sport, but bring yeah. a team to Vancouver. I want to see it. Floating stadium. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw stadium going. Put her on the water, baby. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Government of B BC, I really hope you're listening to this episode. We have at least two good ideas for you. <laughs> yeah. Floating we'll stadium and buying an NHL franchise. Yeah. And uh, next week's goof of the week, we'll get away from MLB. But I think uh, as far as the segment goes, we'll keep it to sports-related stories. That'd be so, best, I think. Yeah. Yep. So we're at about the part of the show where we like to interact with our listeners and go through our inbox. So we are going to start with a question from Aiden. Long-time listener. Long-time listener of the friend show. Friend of the show. Yeah, very good friend of the show. He wants to know, which team do you not want to see win the Cup? Well, Aiden, my vote... Uh, just from personal preference, is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Vegas, I want them to win because I picked them in my bracket. Uh, Montreal, who they're playing against, I also want to win because they're Canadian. The Islanders, I want to win because Leafs fans don't. And that just leaves Tampa Bay, who's $18 million over the cap hit and basically icing an illegal roster. Uh, to me, it's cheating. They should be penalized for this uh, in the sense that they should not be able to ice some of the players they are. Uh, and to me, it's, it is. It's just straight up point blank cheating. And I don't think that they deserve to be where they are. I can't stand the fact that they knocked out the Florida Panthers. So I'm, <laughs> I'm on board with that. But if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going to actually agree with Aiden on this one, who actually sent us his, his choice, which is Vegas. Personally, I think Vegas has just been in the league not long enough to win a Stanley Cup. There's teams that have been fighting for this for years, and Vegas comes in, somehow makes this super team, has to spend no money, and they're just making it 
every year, year after year. So I actually want Vegas to lose. Yeah, it's like it's like Batman put together the Knights. You know, like they just seem to be like the face of corporate NHL bureaucratic bullshit. You know, <laughs> holy shit, man. Well, really, he's right though. It's like I disagree completely. Okay. Defend yourself, then. Why? Okay, here's why. Because the team that they originally put together after the expansion draft, on paper, should have played like shit. They looked terrible. People projected them to miss the playoffs by a wide margin. This wasn't something where the NHL was rigged in their favor or they were given things they weren't supposed to. They pulled together as a team. Um, uh, You also look at, and I brought this up before, the fact that their owner said, I don't care about money. I want this team to be successful, and I will do what it takes to make that happen. That's not the NHL. That's the independent owner of that team doing something that I wish more owners, especially the Aquilinis, would get on board with. Um, Do I think that they should have had to give up a player in this expansion draft? Well, with the information I have now, yes. But a few years ago, it seemed completely reasonable that they wouldn't have to do that. And I have one more point. Um, for those of you saying that the NHL was rigged in their favor, anyone remember that little five-minute penalty that they got? Was that a year ago or two years? It was two years ago. Yes, two years ago. Uh, where basically the officiating cheated them out of a second. Well, no. They did let three goals in on a five-minute major in the third period of an elimination game. They did. It was they like did a game do seven. that. But that penalty should have never happened and not to the extent it did. To be fair, the NHL literally rewrote the rule book to make sure that that wouldn't happen again. However, I don't believe anything was rigged in their favor. I don't believe the NHL was trying to push that team to the finals. I believe they banded together as a team and they just made it happen. They had the right pieces. Defend yourself. Okay, well, the first thing is is that they had the most lax guidelines when it came to an expansion draft in the history of the NHL. So they got the largest group of players to pick from. Um, the team that they picked, they were a lot of it, I guess, was luck. You know, getting Marc Andre Fleury was luck, but you know, at the time, Pittsburgh had what they thought were two all-star goalies. Which, in hindsight, we know that they only had one, and they ended up exposing him. Man, they screwed up. Yeah, Tristan and, Jari, if you're watching this, nice pass. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's like they didn't make local guy. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't make any good decisions. They just lucked into some bad decisions from other teams, right? Like getting Riley and Marcia So from Florida, um, getting Carlson from, or yeah, William Carlson. Yeah, Will- William, yeah William Carlson, Carlson went from, from being a third liner to a top goal scorer on an NHL franchise. Yeah. A lot Overnight. of player, a lot of players who just never got the opportunity to shine got the opportunity there and i mean the other one that comes to mind is william carrier they picked him from buffalo and he and he and he you know he shined once he got there and but in typical expansion years the teams would have been able to protect players like that or they wouldn't have had to do the gymnastics they needed to do so this team was able to select players that other years other teams wouldn't have had that opportunity to so that's frustrating but the biggest thing for me is just the fact that you know their ability to sign free agents you know so easily isn't really that fair um you know vegas is such an awesome place for guys to want to go to play um they were able to you know uh offer these guys these huge contracts um they had so many 
picks and prospects to be able to move to bring in players. It just, they didn't start the same way a lot of other expansion franchises did. They got a, a boost from the beginning. And I think that's why a lot of people are really frustrated. They did get a boost, but I believe that it was bigger than the NHL meant it to be. Because admittedly, the NHL... But you're, then you're admitting that the NHL intended to give them a boost. I'm I'm not... Yes, but there's a reason, and I, and I stand behind this reason. Think about any previous expansion team ever. They've come in and been terrible right away. That's just poor marketing. You don't put a team in a new fan base and have them be awful and just hope all the fans stick around. I think what the NHL was trying to do with Vegas was make a mediocre hockey team, probably in a playoff race, something where they could have been chasing the last seed or even locked in the last seed, given those fans something to rally around, something to be excited but about. But instead, what they did is it gave them a base that was far better. Like, a lot of times you end up with these mediocre teams that get bogged down by bad contracts or bad moves, but they didn't have that problem. So they were able to build off of a team that had no weight. There was nothing holding them back. And that's the big thing. There are so many teams now that could be a like. Think about the, the San Jose Sharks. They're going to suck for years for no other reason than the fact that they have so many bad contracts. No, I, I, you're right. You're right about that. But what I'm saying is the NHL didn't mean to give them that big of an advantage. I, I but they to, meant to give them an advantage. They meant to give them an advantage, but they didn't think it would be near what it was. I would just cut it out right after he said you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's the danger with Jake doing all the editing. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think he loses many arguments in the final <laughs> cut. But no, I I actually haven't even weighed in on this yet. Um, when it comes to the the four teams that are left, I think um most people probably want to see the Montreal Canadiens win because they're such an underdog. Or, the or because they're Canadian, as our viewers have polled, is the reason that they cheer for them. And I agree with those people. Thank you, my loyal followers. <laughs> Jesus. You sound like a cult leader, my disciples. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's exactly why I'm rooting against them. I, I wouldn't want to see the Montreal Canadiens win this year. I think it would be such a fluke way to win. and I, I don't think they're going to win. But yeah. Bring the cup home. No. Bring it back to the country it belongs in. No. I don't want to see Montreal win this year. I hope they don't win. I'd like to see a team that I like win the cup first out of the Canadian teams like Ottawa or Vancouver before Montreal. I mean, I would also like to see Vancouver win before Montreal, but here we are. Let's go Habs. So I guess we're jumping into the next question here. All right. What's the next question? From the devil. This is burner account. No way. Jeff Petrie, right <laughs> into the... <laughs> Uh, devil welcome back we were kind of worried about you because we never heard from you for a couple weeks yeah yeah have you, have you been okay man but uh anyway fr <laughs> friend of the show we, we appreciate you sending messages in always like answering them you always ask good questions so this question is do you think the canucks will lose some fans to the seattle kraken i think so you know i think it's it's, it's hard to say that they won't lose some fans it's just kind of the amount of fans they'll lose um but even if they do i I'm really not all against that. I think the Canucks have a really big fan base. There's a lot of passionate fans in this fan base. And I don't think the Canucks will be um, struggling to find support. Um, and if anything, I think you're going to find a lot of people who support both. I think there's going to be a lot of people going to the Kraken games um, to watch the Canucks play or whoever else. And, and they may be a Canucks fan, but they may be supporting the Kraken. And that's certainly my position. I hope they do well. 
I don't hope they win a Stanley Cup or anything, but I hope that they do well out of the gate and that it's a franchise that doesn't get, you know, uh, low attendance like Florida or Arizona or Carolina uh, or even the New York Islanders. I don't know if you guys knew that. The Islanders have really shitty attendance. Which because they're social distancing. <laughs> yeah, because they're... <laughs> or sorry, they're spaced out. Yeah. It is weird spaced that they have out. low attendance because they, like, they've been around for so long and they've yeah. had stretches with such good attendance. But they, they claim a lot of it is the arena they play in. Because yeah. they kind of have that weird thing with two arenas going right now. Yeah. Just a weird situation. Yeah, they've like rented out the Barclays Center. Yeah. But only for a few games. Yeah, it is weird. But they're having a new stadium built in Brooklyn or yeah. Long Island or wherever it is yeah. they play. So I, I think that will improve things. Yeah, for sure. Um, to the original question, though, about will we lose fans, I think we will lose more than people realize because – I think a lot of people don't realize how many Canucks fans are actually in Washington and in the Seattle area. Um, that makes up a large part of our fan base. We don't often see it represented up here, but if you ever take a trip down to Seattle, you will see a lot of Canucks merchandise, uh, flags on windows, license plate covers, things like that. Just people who are fans. Uh, 98% of those people are going to become Kraken fans, as they should, as they should. I don't think we will lose many people locally. And by local, just, just so everyone's clear, I mean BC residents. Um, but, but I think that uh, people underestimate how many Canucks fans there are in Washington. And people are not factoring in those people into people we're going to lose in the fan base because we will. And, and I welcome it. I welcome that rivalry because we haven't had something like that for a long time here. So... I hope that their team comes out and is mediocre. I hope they are not terrible, not great, maybe similar to us. Maybe a couple fights break out. Maybe Travis Green goes and tries to invade their dressing room and starts throwing haymakers <laughs> at people. Bradshaw. <laughs> I welcome He's it. learned from the best. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> maybe that's why he's in Vegas right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. The next fight at MGM Grand is going to be Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they're a tag team WWE event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited for Seattle to be here. And I think a, a lot of Washington-based Canucks fans are going to become Kraken fans. And I think that's awesome. I think that's great. Yeah, I agree that the Canucks are going to lose a little bit of a fan base. I don't think they're going to lose a whole lot. Like they said, a lot of people can be cheering for more than one team. So I would love to see that. I would love to see a nice little rivalry grow between these two teams. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm going to cheer for them. New team. I'm still going to be a Canucks fan, but I would love to see them play well. Obviously not win, but play well. Next, we're going to jump into a question we got here from Ben. And he is wondering what Travis Green is doing in Vegas <laughs> – Watching the Vegas <laughs> Montreal game. His, getting ready for his tag team uh, <laughs> WWE uh, headliner yeah, event. We weren't making this up, folks. We have inside information. Yeah. Um, well, I believe that besides training for a tag team WWE event with Brad Shaw. <laughs> King um, of the ring. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe Green, for the first time in his NHL career, wanted to watch an entertaining hockey team. Uh, oh. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> no, I honestly, I think there's too much media attention on stuff like this. Um, I think that more often 
than not, I would expect that NHL players probably do want to attend an NHL game once in a while. You know, they know players on these teams. They grew up with them. They, they played with them. And at the end of the day, it's what they do. I think he's there to watch an NHL game. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. It's semifinals, right? Exactly. It's exciting. I, I, why do any of us watch it? Because it's fun. It's exciting. I guess the one thing would be, though, he's a coach in Vancouver, and he's in Vegas right now. Not too many people from Vancouver are in Vegas right now. That's true. That's true. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, though, that Travis Green does own some American real estate. I believe he does have some houses down there. So it is possible that – and he – I might be wrong. Don't quote me. He may even have a dual citizenship. So I believe that that also grants him more flexibility at the border right now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so with, without getting too political though, I'm, I'm trying to focus mostly on hockey. I don't think he's there for any reason other than to enjoy a hockey game. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think he's there to watch Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> what? Who? What week? Wait, who? Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> Tyler Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli. Um, he's there to watch what we could have had. And he, and he knows. Yeah. How do you think Benning feels watching TV right now, panning down, seeing Tyler Toffoli scoring game-winning goals, and they pan up to the crowd, and there's Green with his head in his hands? <laughs> Don't worry. We can have a Reinhardt for a 9 by 9 <laughs> Yeah, 9. Wait, 9 by 9 16 by 16 Yeah, we're going to Pietro type numbers there. Well, 16 mil a year. One of the stupid things I saw, though, was that Travis Green was there scouting and you don't scout guys that are already in the NHL. Yeah. For, for Did he not have his kid with him? Yeah. Yeah. There was something about that too. I thought that his kid had a hockey tournament there or something. That there, there was some personal thing I heard in about. June. Oh yeah, Vegas. Vegas know. does some weird stuff. Yeah. Well, they're growing the game. But what I was gonna say <laughs> is, I don't think Jim Benning is even allowed to go out scouting. Never mind Travis Green. I don't think either of those two have much say in who they bring into the team. I think they're both told what's happening and they both have to nod their heads. I don't think Jim Benning's allowed to leave his house. On free agency, I'm duct taping his phone down to the handle. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pick it up. <laughs> if, if I was a GM of any other team in the league, the first person I'm calling is Jim Benning every time. I think there's going to be wicked trades before the draft this year. Yeah, there'll be some interesting stuff. So. Just with, with the Kraken coming in, the expansion draft and all that, there's going to be a lot of movement. And yeah, there's a lot of players who want to be moved. Yeah. Like, pretty much half the Buffalo Sabres. All of them. Seth Jones. Probably the other half of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Line A. Yeah. Right? Like, I think there's going to be a lot of... Well, there's going to be a lot of interest in movement. But every offseason, we go into it thinking there's going to be a ton of movement, and then there isn't. Speaking of Jim Benning... And terrible contracts. Our next question comes from Calvin. And he asks, does Louie get to a 1,000 games played in the NHL? For reference, I believe he has 977 games under his belt. He yeah. needs 23 more games to hit a 1,000. How old is he? 30. 87. He's born in 87? I don't know. He's 87 years old. I was guessing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's 35. Oh, okay. So, I mean, usually by that age, I mean, he's got a year left. Is he going to play, what, 23 games this year? Well, well, here's my thing. I don't think he plays another game in a Vancouver Canucks jersey. I think he's done. You I think he's 100% getting bought out? 100% getting bought out, or if, for whatever reason they don't, I don't think he's suiting up in the NHL again. So... 
but, but, well, I think he's getting bought out. I think that's the most likely thing. If we buy him out and a team decides that Louis Erickson is the piece that they're missing that's going to send them to the Stanley Cup Finals, still probably not. No, there could be I, a weak team that takes a chance on him. Like Buffalo is going to be. I was, I was thinking <laughs> Buffalo's gonna that. Buffalo's going to have a tough time signing people. Man, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think Louis Erickson, I, I almost feel bad for him just because, again, that, that contract, he didn't force Jim Benning to sign him to that. We agreed to sign him to that. Yeah. Right. If they stick six million dollars in front of my face for the next six years, I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm not going to be a good hockey player, but I'm going to take the money. Yeah. Um, I think he honestly might just be emotionally exhausted from all this. He's been. Yeah, he's been the brunt of the league for four years. Yeah, I think honestly, emotionally, even for that kind of money, I think that would really take a toll on him. So I, I would not be surprised if not only he gets bought out, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he says after that that he's hanging him up. Yeah, he's also European, right? So he probably wants to go back. That's true. That's true. There's always that chance that he goes to Sweden, plays for a local team maybe. Who knows? Maybe Benning signs him for another six. Oh, six. my God. He's <laughs> mid-40s. <laughs> I think the perfect fit for Louis Erickson, if the Canucks buy him out, is to go to Minnesota – and play for the wild in net because <laughs> because why not put yeah. a boring player on a boring team yeah. if that happens you're not getting a Bobrovsky jersey you're getting a louis erickson minnesota wild jersey i think it'll be too late by that point it'll be funny people from the side will be like does that say erickson eck no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. even better yeah. number to one reminder to our listeners check out the instagram uh some point this week vote for what jersey Tyler will get for being the biggest loser. Yeah. And follow our Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast. Our email, VancouverBoysHockey at gmail.com. Or our TikTok, which is also at the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Is that it for questions? That is it for questions. No. Do we have anything else to do? Do we? I don't think so. Do we not? Wait. Wait. Oh. There's one what? thing. Yeah. Do you see what time it is? I think I see what time it is. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It might make you want to go herd some sheep. <laughs> Yeehaw. It's Tyler's surprise headline. <laughs> All right. We are jumping back into animals. And <laughs> this week, though, we're going to jump to something a little bigger. So there was a man. For for a living, he's a lobster diver. A lobster diver? Yeah, he dives down, does like lobster. Uh, maybe uh, I think it's lobster and like crawfish and stuff like that. Okay. Do they not have cages where this guy is? No. I've always yeah, thought guy, that you just <laughs> this guy puts on his suit and he jumps down there. Oh yeah, he just grabs the by hand. He goes right <laughs> he to just the Steve bottom. Irwin's them. <laughs> yeah, he just picks up lobsters. <laughs> this trip down was a little different. Than all the other ones. Because he was eaten <laughs> by a humpback whale. Like, whole what? Like in his He's mouth. Swallowed by a whale. And he was saying, at first, he thought he was bitten by like a great white, or like eaten by a sh- great white shark or something. Wait, yeah. he thought. But he <laughs> did he live? He, the man is alive. How did he get out? The So what happened was he had his scuba suit on and stuff. Yeah. And was swallowed up. He thought it was a great white shark. Yeah. But there was no teeth, no damage to yeah, him or okay, whatever. Yeah. 
He was in his mouth, and he could feel the muscles like pushing against him and stuff. Holy shit. And obviously, the humpback whale didn't like it. Yeah. So it was kind of like swaying back and forth and stuff, and ended up surfacing. Yeah. And spitting him out. But he was in there for like a minute, he said. Yeah. But the man was literally eaten by a humpback whale Jesus. and then spit out. Deadliest catch. <laughs> he was literally almost. Th- this dead. is a sin on a podcast, but I am speechless. I wonder how many people ever have been able to say. I've been eaten. I, <laughs> well, by a humpback I, whale. Yeah, that one might be more rare. The- <laughs> What do you say, mean? Most people, <laughs> most people who've been eaten are not here to tell the story about no, how they've been eaten. Not when they've been eaten by a humpback whale no. and then spit out. Well, but yeah, I've, I've eaten and spit some things right. out. <laughs> anyway, oh <my> <laughs> not a whale though. Yeah. Not a whale. No, well. absolutely not. That guy has one of the coolest stories. But the sad thing is that he can't even use it as a pickup line because no one will ever believe him. <laughs> no. You have to, like, carry around the newspaper with you just into bars. Just, oh, yeah. no, I can prove yeah, it. By the way, yeah, I was yeah. eating. What's cooking good looking? I've been eating by a whale. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be my whale tonight? <laughs> you want to see what else I have in common with whales? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> I think we should wrap things up. Let's do we, it. Uh, I think that's a good idea. I think so, too. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Please rate us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And if you wanted to leave a review, we read through them. We would gladly love to know what you guys think. And you can find us on all our handles on TikTok, Instagram, and email us. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Again, you can find us at Vancouver Boys Podcast. On Instagram and TikTok. But yeah, thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. outside i want that to be the easter egg at the end of the episode can you please put the dogs outside